Hello, everyone, and welcome to our podcast, Plastic Surgery Guide for Patients. As a top plastic and aesthetic surgery clinic in Europe, we are very much involved in the patient's educational program. And with this podcast, among other social platforms, we deliver every week information and advice for anyone interested in procedures like facial rejuvenation, breast surgery, body contouring, hand and reconstructive surgery, with our host, Dr. Michael Sheratif, plastic surgeon and administrator at Cosmetica Clinic here in the north of Transylvania. Hello and welcome back to the show. This episode of the Hyaluronic Acid Podcast will uh, try to, I will try to emphasize the, and to talk about a few details and a few you know, caveats about uh, the regions we can treat and we can improve uh, the regions of the face that we can improve with uh, hyaluronic acid and how do we do our algorithm of uh, choosing the best uh, uh, treatment for that specific region. So uh, the hyaluronic acid can be used for the entire face from the insertion of the hairline onto the forehead to the lower cervical level. What we want to emphasize is that the way it is used as a choice of the product itself, the appropriate depth of storage in the tissues under the skin and how patients are selected is the key to a good result and a satisfied patient. The degree of expectation of the patients must be in accordance with the anatomy of their own tissues and for this a meticulous examination is needed in all the three levels of the face. This clinical examination must be associated with a complete history with the establishment of the indication and the elaboration of a treatment plan if the doctor considers that uh, several sessions will be needed. We often face a patient requirement that is not in accordance with the treatment that should be done or a requirement that does not provide a complete result if it were not associated with another, for example, for an adjacent area. Here we can give a fairly common example. So the patient wants to fill the nasolabial folds. These are the folds between the nostrils and the commissure of the mouth. So after we do a clinical examination, we can see, for example, that there is an atrophy of the malar area and the upper and lower zygomatic region, or zygomatic region would be, in layman terms, the cheekbones. In this case, for example, if we only feel the nasolabial folds and do not correct the entire region, the treatment would be insufficient, from my point of view at least, and I always tell them to my patients, Look, if we just try to fill the lines and you can fairly see that you have an atrophy to your zygomatic region, to your cheekbones, to your malar area, if we do not do something there, the treatment would be truly, truly insufficient. It would be like a quarter or half from the, from the complete treatment, from the entire treatment. So uh, in this case, if we do not correct it, I truly can say that it would be insufficient. 
That's why I always try to explain my patients with a mirror in front of them their particular situation and then to teach them what we should do for it and what effect the treatment could, could produce. Therefore, we can correct forehead wrinkles, we can lift the eyebrows, we can fill the temples, we can lift the central region of the face by filling the cheekbones and the malar region, we can fill the tear troughs, the nasolabial folds, we can augment the lips, fill the marionette lines, these are the lines and sometimes the depressions between the chin and the commissure of the mouth. We can augment the chin, the, uh, express better the mandible line, uh, and also we can hydrate the skin, and by this I mean we can improve the texture of the skin. And of course, we can combine all sorts of these treatments, whether we can combine them with uh, Botox, uh, I mean neuromodulators, or um, with uh, platelet-rich plasma, or, or any other sorts of treatments that can improve the texture of the skin. So by this, I always want to emphasize my patients that we always require a clinical, a correct and complete clinical examination of each region and then try to, uh, you know, mix the regions between them and try to draw a line and say, okay, you need to fill there, you need a little bit there or there. And then we can, uh, of course, I can also do a virtual simulation to the patient and I can show her, for example, that, you know, this, this can be you after treatment with uh, hyaluronic acid to the cheekbones. We can augment like this. You can make yourself an image of your uh, particular face, what it can be after a treatment. And this virtual platform that can be used with a, for a simulation it is a tremendous help when I'm facing with a patient that is for the first time uh, doing a treatment like this and she doesn't know, she doesn't have any sort of idea or she cannot make herself for herself a picture of how can she uh, look after a treatment like this. So uh, this is the way I'm always trying to handle and to deal with my patients. To be fairly honest and uh, explain that these treatments would definitely uh, need to be readdressed in time and uh, you know you need to fill again the tear troughs or you need to augment again the chin or the cheekbones because you need projection, you need volume. So that's why I don't think that a treatment like this would be sufficient for only one session, for example. So um, we always have to try, after the examination is done, we have to try and see what the patient wants and what treatment can make the patient happy. Because remember, I don't, I don't even try, but I don't do... I don't transform the patients to be pretty, to be nice. I want to make them happy because they are nice from God. So don't think that I am doing these treatments to uh, help the patients to be more attractive or prettier than they are. 
because they are already prettier in their own way. So I am just trying to make them happy. Uh, in the end, I would like also to emphasize and to to tell you that you can uh, uh, connect with us uh, with this podcast uh, on uh, iTunes, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, and other uh, platforms like this, and you can. Uh, Uh, listen to us and uh, of course if you want to have any questions or if you want to add something or if you have any you know any uh, problems that uh, you dealt with them in the past or uh, you have any friends that uh, had a problem in the past don't don't forget to to write us and uh, i would be very glad to to engage with you So uh, until next time, stay safe and all the best. Thanks for joining us this week on Plastic Surgery Guide for Patients. You can also see more information about other procedures at our website, cosmetica.ro, where you can subscribe to the show via iTunes and RSS feed, so you'll never miss a show. If you liked this show or you think it's helpful, you can tell your friends about it and we would also very much appreciate if you would rate our show on iTunes. Stay safe, and we wish you the best of luck.